Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the final fantasy. I am your host, John, and with me as always, well, not always all the time, but for the majority of the time, my two trusty sidekicks. We got Al. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, John. What's going on? Not a lot. And we've got the judge. We got Joshy boy. Well, you're not a judge, actually. In this, this realm, you are. In real life, you are not. You're not a judge. I don't know if you could get into trouble for saying that. I'm not. That's stolen valor, but here, stolen valor. So don't want to steal that valor, baby. Don't steal that valor. Well, guys, uh, we got week 10 coming up. Uh, how, how are you guys feeling about your fantasy teams? I uh, just like on a scale of like, like total dog shit to, to like, you, you got some, you got some juice, you got some time. I got no juice. dog shit. What, what was that, Josh? You, you feel like, you're sorry, dog Alex, you go ahead first, buddy. I got no juice. That's all I'm gonna say. He's got no juice. Uh, I mean, Alex, you have one back to back now. Alex? No, I won this week. Uh, yeah, it wasn't back to back. Okay, but you, you have won. I lost two weeks in a row. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you won the. I got, my, I got the big third win of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in a three and six, and Josh is right up. Josh, uh, we do have to say. Uh, now, we don't do the tenth of a point scoring that I'm sure a lot of you enjoy because uh, we like ties. We like the potential for ties, and we like when they happen. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it happened last week. Uh, Darnell Mooney uh, catching that touchdown gave uh, Josh's opponent exactly enough to tie him up, baby, tie him up. So, Josh, you're sitting at 4-4-1. Four, four uh, only a game and a half back, Josh. You're, you're only a game and a half back. Okay. That's still wide open, even for, you know, Alex. I mean, our, it's really bunched up in our league. Uh, so n- nobody's out of it quite yet. Yeah, Alex, you can't give up hope yet. You're not, you ain't done. You ain't done by a long shot. Um, well, guys, like I said, uh, week 10. So this is, you know, with the extra game, uh, we're kind of in a situation where mid-season stuff kind of uh, – you know, it's kind of a little bit wackier, so maybe we're a little bit late on it, but that's fine. But guys, so I, I kind of want to start the start the show this this week with uh, some midseason uh, rookie grades. How you guys How you guys feel about that? I got some names here. Go down a list and kind of kind of see where everyone's sitting. Are you guys feeling it? You feeling that? You you got juice yeah. for this, Alex. Your team. You may not feel like your team has any juice, but the look on your face, I see mad juice. We'll see how much juice there is. But. For this segment, there's only, you know, you got a full cup of OJ in front of you. I juice see that. is loose. Juice is loose, baby. Well, guys, uh, obviously, um, with this list, obviously, we aren't doing every single, uh, these are all just first round rookies. It is not every single first round rookie. Uh, we do not have time for that. And more fantasy relevant players, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, offensive line goes a long way in helping a running back, but, you know, Panay Sewell's having a, a, an okay rookie season. I'll just say B plus for Panay Sewell. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, this is backs, quarterbacks, and uh, receivers, and also one very famous tight end uh, prospect. I think we all know who that is. Uh, but we'll start it off, and, and I'm just going to kind of like bat this around. I kind of want to get you guys' takes, and then we'll, we'll kind of kind of see where we match up. But obviously, we have to start with a uh, first-round pick, uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence, um, 61.5 uh, passing grade, which is third among rookies, 33rd overall. So, you know, it's not great. Um, they have won more games this year than they did last year by one. Uh, they were one and fifteen last year. Currently sitting at two wins. Um, so obviously over the mighty Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the six to nine win over the Buffalo Bills. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. Score of the year. <laughs> no, six to nine. It is the score of the year. I mean, it was not a score, Gami. Sadly, but um, it's good that it is, and it's good that that score happens a lot. Uh, but guys, so uh, right out the gate, like obviously, I mean, Trevor Lawrence. I think you can see there's a lot of. You know, there's a lot of potential there. There obviously was a lot of potential coming in. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Trevor Lawrence a C plus. I'm gonna C plus to start the season. Joshy, how you feeling? 
Yeah, I'm I'm right around there. I'd probably give him a D plus. Um, D plus. in terms of fantasy, you know, he's kind of underperformed. I think in terms of what you might have wanted from him in fantasy, but as an actual quarterback, they're not a great team. I mean, so yeah, and obviously, yeah, you see that with the with the poor kind of supporting cast, obviously. If you're going to a team that was one and fifteen before, obviously not going to be a whole lot better. But there's that. Al, Al, where are you think? So we got a C plus, we got a D plus. How are you feeling about Trev? I'll meet you guys in the middle, and I'll give him a big old C. Big fat C. Any reasoning uh, behind that? Yeah, I mean, I I don't don't think that. Mm-hmm. But he just has not looked quite like the. Uh, the hype he had in college and in the draft it you know it's a bad team we've said that he's looked a little unimpressive but that doesn't mean that he's not gonna have a good career uh or that'll get better after as the year than the years go on that is true that is very very true perfectly average yeah well, with that, we'll move on. So, yeah, we'll, we got a C average for Trev. It's, you know, that's, that's not bad. You know, for a rookie quarterback first year, you know, you can't really expect a whole lot more. Uh, this next guy, uh, I think you might hope for a tiny bit more. Uh, Zach Wilson, uh, 57% completion percentage, uh, obviously has not played. And while he's not starting this week, uh, Mike White uh, is making the start. Uh, 1,165 yards, four touchdowns, nine interceptions, nine picks, not great. Um, and also currently a two win club, two and six for the jets. Um, now obviously, so, you know, you're looking at the games, they, you know, played, you know, so far he got a win, right? I mean, he's won a game. So there's that, right? I mean, that's something. I mean, uh, obviously. Against you know, the best team in the AFC? Yeah, I mean, possibly, yeah. I mean, it's very possible. Yeah, back in early October, yeah. I mean, against the Titans. Very what a weird year. I know. The AFC is a is a mess right now. It's a cluster. Yeah, dude. Um, but, yeah, like right now, I would get – I got a D- minus for Zach Wilson just based on the fact that, you know, you're only going with a little bit. He does turn the ball over a Ooh, lot. The gentleman's F. Yeah, I know. It is the gentleman's app. Uh, but yeah, I'm going D minus. Al, what you feeling? Uh, that team is very, very bad. Yeah. And their, their reputation with new quarterbacks and uh, I'll give them a little bit of a break. But yeah, no, I'll say D, I'll say D plus. E plus. Whoa. Okay, Joshy boy, how you feeling about your your boy Zach Wilson? I feel like you guys would have been friends in high school. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I'll split boys, the middle. I'll split the middle and say D. Um, he hasn't looked good, but the Jets as a team haven't looked good either. So yeah, I can't give anybody an F unless they like fall over and poop their pants. So <laughs> well, but John, I haven't followed the Jets that closely. Did he get benched or is he hurt? He is hurt. He has been hurt. Uh, Mike White came in and uh, had that four touchdown game a couple weeks ago. Um, and yeah, then looked real good against the, you know, the Bengals got hurt against the Colts did not play. Um, but then Mike White is back in the starting role. So an un, I don't believe it. Maybe he was an undrafted rookie. I don't know. His name's Mike White, whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll move on now to, uh, and Josh, you just said you didn't want to give a guy an F unless he falls over and poops his pants. Uh Trey Lance, uh, really not a lot to say. Uh, has a rushing touchdown, kind of has been peppered in a little bit. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is not playing well, at least not well enough to you know keep uh, an NFL starting starting job. Um, but still, no transition to Trey Lance, which is weird. Um, probably should have happened a while ago, unless this team, you know, they're a three and five football team with a, with a really solid defense. I mean, obviously their defensive defensive backfield has been pretty you know torn up with injuries but great front seven the fact that no transition has happened yet leads me to believe that he is a lot farther off than i think even people thought he would i'm giving trey lance an f hard fart hard f for trey lance not liking it not liking it we'll see what happens next year i guess but i mean the longer the season goes it just doesn't seem like he's ever going to start because he's not anywhere close to being ready which i mean is fine for a for a rookie quarterback but you trade up for this dude 
don't know, man. Got to make some moves. Josh, what you feeling? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we don't get a lot of San Francisco games here in our market, so I haven't watched a lot of Trey Lance when he does play. But and he doesn't play a lot. Missed so. much. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but um, I can't give him an F just because he hasn't pooped his pants on the field. As far as um, we know. That's well, as far as we know. I'll give him a D. I'll give him a D. All right, Al, what you thinking? Uh, You know, I remember watching the draft with you guys, and it did seem a little confounding that they would go that high for him. But I don't – I agree with Josh. I don't think it's fair to give him an F, so I'll give him an incomplete. Incomplete. All right. Zero stars. I'm just – I'm harder on these guys than you are. All right, guys. Uh, Now we're going to move on to that aforementioned uh, tight end, uh, Kyle – Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Uh, a little background here. Only one touchdown the season does lead the team with 546 receiving yards. I'm going to make this one quick. I'm giving Kyle Pitts an A. I think he's playing fantastic football. I think it's just going to get better from here. He's playing a lot out of the slot, um, doing a lot of great things. A, that's an A for me. Josh? Yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't give him an A. I'd give him a B plus. He started off kind of slow. And I think uh, with Calvin Ridley being out, it's definitely helped him the last few games. But yeah, I can't really give him an A because, you know, I think he's disappointed in a few games, but I like him going forward for sure this season. So B plus. B plus, B plus. Alex, he is on your team. Yeah, as a player, I'll give him an A minus. I'm not giving anybody on the Falcons an A. Uh, as fantasy, I'll give him a wag of my finger and a B minus because he has not lived up to the hype I had drafting him. But as an actual player, he's done very well. He has done very well. And also, Cordero Patterson deserves an A. That dude's playing out of his mind right now. Is there anything and, higher? No, we're not grading Cordero Patterson now, are we? Well, if we were, you would be eating your hat. I would make you Eat pull on. I'd, I'd have my hat, put it on my head, give him an A minus. Get to a better team. Porterell <laughs> Patterson is not a rookie. so He's not. Far <laughs> from it. Far removed from that rookie season. Uh, moving on to a guy who was on Josh's squad, uh, Jamar Chase. Rough preseason. Uh, now that the season's going, he's third in the league with 835 reception yards, and he is tied for fourth with seven touchdowns. Again, for me, this one's quick. That's an A. A for Jamar Chase. Chase. Uh, Josh. Well, you have to be harder on your own, you know, children. I'll give him an A minus. I mean, he's, I think, exceeded expectations at where you drafted him. Um, actually, that's not fair. I'm, g- I'm going to give him an A. Just, you know what? Give him an A. Yeah, he's a, he was your seventh round draft choice, Josh, and he's balling out like a, like a potential one or two. Give him the A. Alex? I already said it. I gave him an A. Oh, I didn't hear you. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah, these, some of these, like, come on, man. 835 reception yards. Dude's balling out. Huge touchdowns. Hey. Does anybody – oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but so didn't Justin Jefferson set, like, the rookie receiving? Uh, uh, yeah, I believe so. Last I believe year? it was Randy Moss's record, and I did believe he broke it, and I do believe Jamar Chase is on pace to break that. Yeah. Man. Well, easily on pace to break that, especially with the extra game. Asterisk. Uh, well, guys, moving on to another guy on Josh's team. Some call him the Slim Reaper. I imagine his parents call him Devonta. Devonta Smith. Uh, right now, 537 yards, uh, two touchdowns. And that is with pretty inconsistent quarterback play from uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, so for me, I, I know his route running abilities, you watch from the tape, the dude may be second to none in what he's able to do. Crispy, crispy golden brown routes uh i'm giving devonta smith a b I'm giving, him a, I'm giving him a solid b to start the season started a little slow but he's definitely picking it up josh yeah i'm in the same kind of range as you I, i'd say maybe a b minus but it's hard to even do that because i think a lot of it's quarterback play in, in philadelphia um but you're right from what i've seen it, he's running clean routes and he's getting open so i'll say a b minus but um he's just kind of hit or miss every week in terms of whether he blows up or not so josh that boy was running clean routes out of the womb alex what do you got crispy brown john said Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll give him a b plus 
meaningless. All right. Uh, moving on. Well, you guys, I'm going last. You guys already say everything. I got it. Well, I, exactly. Well, I mean, I just, I want to hear your trenchant analysis. Uh, moving on. Uh, guys, Justin Fields, uh, his first start was not a good one. Registered one passing yard uh, and was sacked nine times. Since then, he's had some decent games. Uh, 70% completion percentage against San Francisco. And uh, then just this a couple days ago on Monday night, led a 75-yard, what should have been a 75-yard uh, game-winning touchdown drive. Obviously, some bad calls there. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, but what great drive, uh, really nice pass to Darnell Mooney. Um, you know, obviously, first couple pretty low, but with the last couple of games, the way it's moving, I still don't feel like he's being utilized properly. But I'm going to give Justin Fields a C minus. Josh? Oh, you stole my probably grade. I'll, I'll say a C. If you'd asked me a week ago, I'd probably tell you a D. The D minus. And, but uh, I think he played really well. This was the best game, I think, of his, his season that so far last week. Um, and he showed he can throw the ball and, you know, do a little bit with his legs. So, yeah, I'll give him a C. Okay, and before I move on, you guys can't – we can't have the same grades for players, guys. I don't want to scare you off with mine. Uh, Alex, what do you got for Justin Fields? I will go a little higher than you guys – because I think he's got that job locked up and they're going to fire the coach at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think that I will give him based more on potential than actual performance, but I have seen the potential. I'll give him a B minus. B minus. All right. Well, that upset average Dean's list. Here I come uh, guys moving on. Uh, last quarterback on the list guys, Mac Jones. Now, Whack right Jones. now, Whack Jones. Right now, Mac Jones is number one in rookie rankings with a 68% completion percentage, a little over 2,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, he's been a pretty highly graded passer the last few weeks, too. I'm giving Mac Jones, I, you know, and he was the pick that I liked the least um, of all the quarterbacks. And because that was kind of the one we all, everyone thought San Francisco was going to go Mac Jones, didn't happen. Uh, fell to New England. I'm giving Mac Jones a B. Plus. I've been Mac Jones has been playing playing some pretty good football. Josh, what you got? I'm gonna go higher than that. That actually, John, I'm gonna say an A minus. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, you, you don't have to be in love with him. An A minus. Wow. Well, I mean, he's exceeded my expectations, sure. Um, oh, easily. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. No. I, and honestly, yeah, I think by season's end, that might be where I'm at. And if you look at where the Patriots are at in their division. They're they're right there again, baby. So five and four, five and four. Yep, here we go again. Three game win streak. Uh, Bills obviously losing last week. Uh, are sitting at five and three. So, uh, Alex Mac Jones, or as you call him, Whack Jones. Michael McCorkle Jones, you mean? Mac McCorkle. I forgot about old McCorkle. Uh, yeah, it's the opposite of all of these other quarterbacks for the most part we've been talking about, um, other than maybe. Uh, the dude for the Jets, who were just like, Lawrence, bad team, uh, bad coach, I'll say it. Uh, Mac Jones, you know, he's got went to New England, and he's confident, so he's done very well. I'll give him a B, B plus. B plus, all right, B plus from Alex. Uh, well, guys, this will be our last guy, last guy on the list, uh, running back out of Pittsburgh named Najee Harris. Uh Right now, five sitting at 541 rushing yards, uh, which is best for 10th, 10th best in the league right now as far as yards on the ground. Uh, but he's only averaging 3.6 uh, yards for carry, which is the third worst among running backs. That's obviously with 100 carries or more. Um, I'm going to give him a B plus just because I, I do think he's got a lot of talent. And I think the 3.6 is a little more contingent on wobbly quarterback play and a terrible offensive line. Uh, so I'm going to go B plus for Najee. Josh? John, you're, you're way too hard on your own guys. I'm going to give him an A. I'm going to give him an A. And then I'm going to give him like extra credit points that you get like when you do homework. Like the teacher gives you like... Like when you're, a when you're like a loser who stays back and like answers questions. Yeah, basically. Uh, he has looked incredible. Um and yeah, you're, I get the yards per carry, but when you get 
20 plus touches a game it really doesn't matter and you're yeah. the only person in the backfield so from a fantasy perspective i'm i'm gonna give him an a oh for sure yeah 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 alex what you got i'll give him an a minus uh mm-hmm. i think he's looking with with what you said john about the line and the team and the, the poor quarterback play but they've gotten better they've won four in a row mm-hmm um, and even when his yards per average, yards per attempt goes down, uh, he's got a couple of uh, nice scores, and he's kept it up. So I'll give him an A minus. He looks pretty good. A minus. All right, guys. Well, again, uh, mainly trying to stick with fantasy relevant players, more offensive players on the rookie draft. But that'll wrap that up. Um, sticking with uh, kind of our you know midseason, close to midseason thing. And, and this is something that I, I kind of want to just run through pretty quick here. Obviously, we're, you know, eight, nine games in the season going into week 10. Um, the NFC is starting to look kind of like, you know, make some sort of sense. And I believe we brought it up earlier with the Bills losing and the Titans winning and uh, whatever's happening. On the AFC side, it feels like anytime a team starts to get a little traction, then they start to lose. And then some other team comes up and starts to win again. So, um with the records right now, and I'm going to start with Alex, um, and I'm going to give you the probably the probably the hardest one, uh, maybe not, but the AFC East uh, right now it's obviously it's a two man race. The Jets and the Dolphins both two wins. They're not making the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. We've got the Bills at five and three, coming off a big well, not a big loss, but uh, big in terms of wow, you lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars loss, uh, and the Patriots sitting at five and four. Who do you think is going to come out of the AFC East? I'll say the Bills still, um, you know, they've not played up to their expectation for how well last year went, but I still think they have the talent. Um, and, you know, uh, I think at the end of the year, the Bills are going to win that division. I that to me is more clear than uh, some of these other divisions. In the yeah. Year, so. And that's why it took me a second. And I think, yeah, we will get a little bit more messy as we go along, but uh, Josh, and actually this one might be the hardest one just based on, how close everything is the afc west the afc west is like every single week it's like we're all over the place here so we've got the chargers and the raiders both at five and three and we've got the chiefs and the broncos both at five and four so everybody's still in it the chiefs did get a big win against the packers last week obviously close win if aaron Rodgers is playing i believe i texted this out if aaron Rodgers has been playing that game green bay wipes the floor with that kansas city team um they got why didn't aaron Rodgers play uh, I think he has, I think he has like, a some sort of, uh, of a, a virus. Yeah. Some sort of thing going on with that. Uh, he's got, a, he's got a cough. Yeah. He's got a little cough and a little, I believe his, uh, his wife. Well, he should just eat some like herbs that his like yeah. wife makes. Shailene, Shailene, Woodley, right out. Shailene Woodley went out to the woods and found some, uh, garlic to rub on him. <laughs> uh, that'll make him all better. But, um, yeah, but with, so Josh, we got we got the Chargers, Chargers, Raiders five and three, Chiefs, Broncos five and four. All the teams have like some decent some decent things going on. They all have some not so decent things going on. Who do you think is going to come out of the AFC West, Josh? Right now, you Pam, point blank. Uh, I think. Well, I, I won't hesitate. I think it's going to be the Chargers. Um, you didn't. I think the Raiders have a lot of problems. Um, rugs gruden um and they've been i think they've been overperforming or you know yeah their expectations but they're gonna fall off here i think in the second half of the season and then the chiefs they just don't look right um chiefs are washed man call it now the chiefs are washed they are washed like one baby they are Um, washed like my clothes are currently not washed and then the broncos they played well but and they'll get some sneaky wins but i just i just don't think they're gonna be able to hang with the chargers so for me it's yeah. the chargers and this and is I, another one oh yeah yeah what's up let me throw in something about the afc west just because i think it's the kind of the opposite of the afc north which has the almost the exact same records of four very good teams compete or four good records competing the afc west is like who wants to lose the least is gonna win Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that most uh, and the Chargers are the Chargers. You can never trust them to put together a win. So I have no idea 
Yeah. Who's winning that division? Yeah, I don't think it'll be Denver. This is another one of those. I wouldn't be surprised any other team but Denver. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs roll off a couple wins and limp into the playoffs winning that division. Oh, yeah. I'm not counting the Chiefs out of anything yet until they're like, until they're totally yeah. flatlined and the season's over. But like the Raiders, like Josh, you were talking about the Raiders, all the John Gruden stuff and all that. Like John Gruden, and they win. They went out and they won two straight, you know, and, and scored 30 points in both of them, got two big wins. And then last week they come out totally flat and lose to the Giants. Like this is what no AFC team makes any sense. Like anytime they start to look good, and you yeah. know that, and we're we're getting into uh, uh, the next one here, uh, the AFC South. I'm going to throw this one over to Alex. Right now, you've got the Titans sitting at seven and two, and you've got the Colts sitting at four and five. And now, before we we let you roll with it, the Colts look great and then they look terrible or they look fantastic or they look kind of bad either they played a tough game against the titans that went to overtime and they lost come out and wax the jets beat the crap out of the 49ers beat the crap out of the texans which i mean who isn't doing that um but then you got the titans on the other hand who are seven and two but i feel regression coming on you know you get a big win against the rams the Rams, another one of these teams who's just like all over the place, but big win against the Rams, but no Derrick Henry. And I mean, Ryan Tannehill's stat line was terrible, like just awful. Um, no running game to speak of. I mean, no Adrian Peterson got in the, got in the end zone, but I mean, a pick six, uh, you know, some really great defensive play by the Titans won them that game. I don't know. I mean, right now, seven and two, four and five, two team race. Who do you think comes out? Who do you think comes out least? I mean, I agree with you, John, that it, that because Tennessee by the eye test is the best team in the AFC right now, but I don't think it's sustainable, especially with uh, what's his name gone for the rest of the year. Derrick Henry. Henry. Uh, but I still think they'll win that division because I think the Colts are too inconsistent and they're already three games behind with what eight left to go. Yeah. Uh, so I think Tennessee will win that division and then not do the question is what's who's going to show up in the playoffs. I mean, who's the team to beat in the playoffs in the, in the AFC? I have no idea. Baltimore. Yeah, probably. Well, we'll move on to that. Uh, uh, but I don't know if they're going to win that division. The AFC North right now, Josh, uh, Baltimore, six and two Pittsburgh, five and three and Cleveland and Balt, uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati both sitting at five and four uh Bengals go out you know they look great and then you know <laughs> you know they're the entire state of Ohio is over 500 yeah offensively, yeah offensive you know Bengals come out and smack the Ravens 41 to 17 and they follow that up by losing to the Jets and then getting smacked by the Browns like like every time a team starts <laughs> to rise they immediately crater back down to earth and they have a they have a game against the Raiders this week too so we'll see the Raiders just lost to the Giants so I imagine now they'll come out and beat the Bengals by 17 touchdowns Josh who do you think is coming out of the north the AFC yeah I, I think that's the most I don't think it's the best division but I think it's the most probably competitive in terms of where they end up I would still probably take Baltimore um, to win that division I, you know, I, I don't trust the Bengals. I don't trust the Browns um, to get shit together, though. The Browns did look good last week, but yeah, it's still to me, the Ravens are still the most solid in terms of defense and offense. So I'd take them. Yeah. And I guess, you know, right now they do got a, they got a game lead. So, I mean, I guess you just take that. And also another thing, well, and the Ravens, the Ravens got, like I said, the Bengals beat the crap out of them a couple weeks ago, and they almost lost to the Minnesota Vikings. So I, an overtime game against Minnesota, they ended up pulling it out. But they do have a game this week against the Dolphins, which should be – and then, you know, follow that up with the Bears. So that should be too – Also, also this division is probably the most, like, uh, division, um, you know, sort of run by hatred. Like – like the way like the NFC North and NFC East, like those teams all hate each other. They really hate each other. In the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would agree with that. And, and that, like I said, it'll be interesting. Don't like, tell them what's, who's going to win. Yeah. And I just said that the Ravens should beat the dolphins and the bears, but honestly, the way the things are going, they'll probably lose both of those games knowing uh, <laughs> the rest of what's going. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, and like I said, that was just saying, and, and I, I agree with you guys 
pretty much on every single one of those for the most part. Honestly, the three games back, I still think the Colts are going to come out of the South. I just think they're a better team right now than the Titans. But like I said, three games is hard to come back from. That would be the one that I probably disagree with you guys on. Um, yeah. Uh, and I guess before oh, you were we saying, to- you think the Colts are going to win it? That division? Yeah, I, I just they're just a better football team right now. And, and three games, you know, that's tough. But Carson Wentz is playing really great football. Jonathan Taylor. Now that Derrick Henry's out, Jonathan Taylor is, I think, the best running back in the league, um, just as far as the talent standpoint. Um, but that would be the one where I, I differ from you guys. I think I agree with you that they probably have better talent right now. I just don't – that they are so – I mean, granted, you know, I don't follow them intensely closely this year, but they've just been so wildly inconsistent that – Yeah. No, that's uh, all – We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if they come back, came back and won it. Yeah. Well, the NFC, you know, is a little bit more cut and dry. There's a couple of races here. So we'll run through the NFC real, real quick. Um, the East, uh, l- most of the teams are looking a lot like last year. Eagles, three and six. Giants, three and six. Uh, the football team, two and six. Dallas, six and two. Uh, Josh, do you think Dallas Dallas has the three-game lead right now? Do you think Dallas is going to come out, come out winning that division? Yeah, I think they do. It's a okay. garbage lump except for them. So yeah, they did lose last week, um, in a weird. You know, they just got, they the got weirdest beat up by the by the Broncos. But again, maybe the Broncos are the best team in the AFC West, and we just don't know it. But yeah, we'll we'll keep that one brief. I, I do think the Dallas. Uh, I agree with you. I think well, uh, three Dallas of those teams in the in the East look like last year. Just give Dallas time. Yeah, if Dak Prescott gets hurt, yeah, then it'll be a... a win the division at eight and nine. Yeah, a cluster again. Uh, now, this one might be probably... Joke, but... No, I know, I know. This one, uh, Alex, I'm going to give you probably the toughest one, and it's the NFC West right now. Cardinals eight and one, Rams seven and two, uh, Seahawks three and five, and the 49ers at three and five. Um, the Rams have lost two games to the Titans last week. And then I believe they lost to the no 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 who did they? Oh, they lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. So like the Cardinals, the Cardinals. So the Cardinals. That makes sense. Losing to the Titans, I didn't see coming. Um, they're a game back from Arizona. Two team race. Who do you got? Arizona or the Rams coming out of that one? It's hard to say, uh, but I will say I've doubted Arizona most of the year and I'm turning around on them. I think they'll win the division. Yeah, I think I agree with you. And like I said, a lot can happen. Matt Stafford looked terrible uh, last week. He's looked great pretty much the entire season up to that point. So, I mean, a lot can happen, but I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lean to the Cardinals. I'm going to lean to Cardinals. Uh, Josh, I'm going to give you what should be the easiest one of the night we got the Packers sitting at seven and two. We've got the Vikings and the Bears. Oh, the Vikings three and five. The Bears at three and six. And the Lions are at 0 and eight. So right now, the three bottom teams in that division combined don't have as many wins as the Packers do. There is a chance Aaron Rodgers comes back this week to play. Um, and he seems to be, you know, feeling pretty good about that. So, Josh, who's going to win the NFC North? Yeah, yeah, this is an easy pick. It's it's going to be the Lions. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, you slippery son of a bitch. Oh, uh, yeah, as long as Aaron Rodgers doesn't get COVID again. Right, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be the Packers. It's going to be the Packers. of them all. And uh, Alex, we'll, we'll wrap it up wrap it up here with the nfc south right now uh you got the buccaneers at six and the two. bucks you've got the on. you've got the saints at five and three mind you trevor simeon is their starting quarterback yeah they are four, a quarterback four and four falcons four and five panthers somehow the falcons are four and four that is mm-hmm. wild and they uh, look good matt ryan's look look pretty well they they haven't looked as terrible as they looked like the first three weeks of the year uh, no, come on, it's the Bucks. I know. Yep. The Bucks are probably the see, even though you know, maybe, maybe one of those West teams. I have no faith in the Packers anymore after watching them. Yeah, lose so many NFC title games, but maybe this is their year. Maybe, uh, maybe the man is inspired by all that horse pills. Maybe get the it's NFC not. I don't think it's pills. I just imagine it's like a toothpaste tube. With horse gunk in it, like a yeah. salve or a bomb. Maybe it's oats. Oats. Well, I mean, it's oats, but you spray yeah. that over oats. You put it over oats. You put it on top. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah. Come on. I get you. I do my own research. Um, but yeah. Uh, so guys, before we end, this we segment, all do. We all do. Uh, I want to go through, and I just want one player right now, mid-season fantasy MVP. Josh, who do you got? Um. Yeah, I'd have to say Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's been really good. Um, he has been fantastic. Hard, hard, hard to beat. Alex, who you got? Well, I would have said Derrick Henry, uh, but he's gone. I mean, uh, if they only played half a season, I mean, he would be the best. I mean, we still got a few more. Oh, yeah, that's what I, that's what I yeah. mean. If you're not doing the predictive part. Um, no. I don't know. I'll say Tom Brady. And maybe that's not the best for fantasy, but I think he's had the MVP year. Well, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the only answer that I think should, and that's Corderell Patterson. I think he's the only guy any fantasy person should be talking about. Throw all the rest out the window. If he's on your team, they should give you the win. Just pack that trophy home and give it to you right away. Well, guys, with that, uh, anything you guys want to add? Any, any, maybe, possibly. Uh, <laughs> anything Anything you guys want to add? Uh, anything, uh, any other midseason uh, like trends? Anything that you guys are seeing that you want to you mention before we move on? I, oh, I just want to complain uh, about how bad that Bills and Jacksonville game was. And we'll do that right after the break. So uh, we're going to go to a thing where you guys listen to us talk about stuff. And uh, we'll be back to talk about more stuff, specifically the 69 game, as it will be known. The Final Fantasy. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, guys, before we uh, move on, uh, get some laundry out of the way with all that excitement talking about midseason night's dreams. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll start out with uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, did clear waivers. Uh, so no one picked him up off that waiver. So he is a free agent for the first time in his career. Uh, apparently, uh, as of Tonight, we're currently, it's 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time right now. He has not signed uh, anywhere. Uh, three teams at the top. Everyone's talking about Kansas City, Green Bay, New Orleans. Uh, Josh, what do you think is the best fantasy placement for Odell Beckham Jr. at this point in time? Um, honestly, I'd probably say New Orleans um, with really? Michael Thomas. Yeah, I, I just think it makes the most sense. I mean, maybe Green Bay uh would make some sense they're shooting for a championship this year but i think the most likely landing spot is is new orleans okay so do you think that's the most likely landing spot what do you think is the best landing spot for him oh, the I'm best gonna... landing spot would be green bay okay because he he can choose wherever he go i was going to say because like i think the saints makes the least sense of anything i mean uh, he's coming from a team with a, you know, a, a subpar quarterback play, uh, never targeted in the passing game, going to a team where Trevor Simeon's your starter or potentially Taysom Hill. I think he would be a fool to go to New Orleans unless they're offering him a ton of money. Yeah, but I, I think if they waive Michael Thomas, they have the cap space to make it, you know, financially incentivizing for him. So that that's my perspective on it, but okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, either the Packers or the Chiefs make sense. Uh, I don't think that to me the Saints make that much sense. Yeah, he is saying he wants to play for a contender. The Saints are a five and four football team with Trevor Simeon starting, so I don't see them as a contender. Um, again, if they offer him a ton of money, you know, then obviously sure. But um, yeah, well, uh, Odell Beckham, we'll see where that happens. Uh, according to, to Twitter, where I've been seeing all the news, it seems like he's going to make a decision here in the next few days. Uh, Seattle's in the mix as well. Um, so there's a few teams. Um, but yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know. New Orleans for me, just I, if I were him, the last thing I'd want to do is go play with a crummy quarterback again. Um, you know, going from, you know, Eli Manning to Baker Mayfield to Trevor Simeon. Hard to, hard to, th- think that there's a drop-off there but there's a drop-off there and that drop-off that that cliff's edge is named trevor simeon uh so before we uh 
move on to starts and sits. Uh, we also have some injury news here. Uh, two attack of Iloa is questionable with a finger injury. Uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, probably the most important name on this list, did not practice today with what they are calling a knee injury. Uh, nothing yet, no designation as of yet, but did not practice today due to a knee, so that's something to look into. Uh, Nick Chubb, currently listed as out, uh, did test positive for COVID-19. He is vaccinated, so he just has he has to have two positive tests within, a, uh, I believe it's 22-day period, 24-hour period, yeah, um, in order to play. So still, uh, still a chance that he could play. Um, if he does not, uh, Ernest Johnson is really the only guy that they have to go to right now. Um, I do think I heard they were making a waiver claim for, uh, Royce Freeman from Carolina. Uh, so that's another thing to keep an eye on, but, uh, yeah, if you're, uh, the Ernest Johnson owner, uh, and you know, get him in, get him in, play him now, right now he's only rostered in 68% of ESPN leagues. Um, Trevor Lawrence uh, was limited with an ankle injury. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers potentially out with COVID. There is a potential that he could play. Uh, the earliest he could get back with the team is Saturday. Uh, Matt LaFleur did say if he is back Saturday, he will be starting Sunday. And guys, we'll finish off with the one, the only, Sam Darnold. Uh, now, this one was probably the funniest one. You know, Sam Darnold started out real hot to start the season. <laughs> Uh, it hasn't been so good since then, uh, pretty much since the McCaffrey injury, um, hasn't looked great. Uh, he's thrown 10 interceptions in the last six games, which is a lot. Um, and you know, lost a lot of games, uh, right now, uh, it seems like they were like looking for something to like put him on IR for. It took them like, it was like three days to like figure out this injury, um, and in classic Sam Darnold uh, fashion, uh, turns out he has an incomplete fracture to his right shoulder blade. So he can't even break a bone complete. Uh, incomplete uh, fracture. He is on IR. Well, it's at least uh, three to four Damn, weeks. Yeah. John. Yes. Cam Newton come back? Is Cam, White Horse? is Cam Newton going to come back? I would, I would say... Yes, I I would do that. Uh, are they gonna do that? No, because um, they they dumb they dumb girl they dumb as hell. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, PJ Walker uh, getting a start uh, right now, guys. It is time for me to continue blathering on, uh, which is obviously you guys all know is my favorite thing to do. Um, so we'll get our starts and sits in, uh, and then I believe, yeah, we got Alex's picks, um, and then we'll uh, we'll get into some uh, some funsies after that. But guys, we'll run through some starts and sits real quick here. Um, and again, if you guys have any that you want to throw in, just chime them in, baby. I'll give you some time. Uh, we've got a quarterback this week. Hi right, guys, I'm starting Matt Ryan uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Matt Ryan, uh, three hundred. 300 plus passing yards in three of the last four games, uh, two TDs in each of those games as well. Um, and like I said, we talked about the Falcons are four and four right now. I, I wouldn't have guessed it either, but they are. I'm starting Matt Ryan. Uh, my start of the week, though, is Carson Wentz talking about those uh, Colts earlier. They got Jacksonville this week. Uh, Carson Wentz has at least three touchdowns and are, yeah, has three touchdowns in back to back games um, and two plus and six straight. Uh, Jacksonville did play very well defensively against Buffalo last week, um, but they've allowed a top 12 quarterback in six of eight games this year. I think Carson Wentz is going to roll, and I think Indy's going to roll. Uh, any, any starts? Any starts you got, Josh, at quarterback? Any guys you liking? Josh, I think you're muted. No, Josh is absolutely muted. Were you talking? We're still doing us. All right, no, I, I don't have any. I, I liked all your picks. So. Liked all my picks. All right. Well, then we will move forward. Uh, guys, this week for sits, I am sitting Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I, I, you know, it's against Detroit. Um, I do believe Pittsburgh's going to win that game, but I think it's going to be a real run-based game script. I think Najee Harris is going to have a big game, and Ben Roethlisberger is going to take a back seat. I'm not uh, confident that he's going to he's going to light it up. Uh, my sit of the week, though, this week is Mac Jones, a uh, guy we were talking about earlier against Cleveland. Um, that front seven for Cleveland is real good. I think Mac Jones is going to be on his butt a lot. Uh, I'm sitting Mac Jones. Uh, starts at running back. I'm starting Melvin Gordon, guys. I'm doing it. I'm starting Melvin Gordon. It's time. 
they keep tagging you know, Javante Williams and Javante Williams is having a great season too, but Melvin Gordon, uh, 10 plus points in four games and he's had a touchdown in three straight. Uh, I think he's going to do that again in Philadelphia. I think you can lock him in solid flex play Melvin Gordon. Uh, my start of the week is Kenyon Drake. This is probably the weirdest start segment I've ever done for running backs. Kenyon Drake is my start of the week. Uh, high target share last week, uh, second targets with eight uh, going up against a bad defense against the pass. I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a big game against Kansas city. Now this one, I think is going to hurt Josh's feelings. And every time I write these up, anytime there's like multiple guys in the sit, sit who are on one of you guys' teams, I feel bad or even one, but guys this week, I'm sitting Adrian Peterson. Um, again, one game to go off of here. Uh, the game script definitely went to the run, you know, with the big, you know, big defensive plays. Um, still not really sure how that backfield is going to go. And uh, they are playing a Saints team that's allowing the fifth fewest points to running backs this year. Um, sitting Adrian Peterson. And my sit of the week uh, is Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson, he has been dealing with an injury, but no touchdowns in three weeks. Uh, hasn't gone over 60 yards and longer than that. Uh, I'm sitting Antonio Gibson and this McKissick is definitely coming up. Antonio Gibson is going down. There's not a lot of guys to really, really love on that team uh, right now, not named Terry McLaurin. And even he is starting to see a little bit of a dip in production. Um, yeah. I'm sitting Antonio Gibson this week uh, starts at the wide receiver position, guys. I'm starting Hunter Renfro. And again, this is very similar to why I'm starting Kenyon Drake. He had eight targets last week and that was second to Darren Waller. Great matchup against a really poor pass defense. I think Hunter Renfro is going to eat. Uh, and my start of the week this week, AJ Brown, uh, the Saints, uh, like we said in the last the last one for sitting running backs, the Saints have allowed the fifth fewest points to running backs, but they're allowing the fourth most points to wide receivers. No Derrick Henry. I think you are going to see him toss the ball a little bit more. I'm liking A.J. Brown a lot this week. Super talented wide receiver. Took him a little while to get started with some injuries, but uh, he's playing pretty good football right now. Uh, my sits, guys, this week, uh, Adam Thielen. And this one is hard to do. He has been pretty touchdown dependent, though. Uh, playing a good passing defense with the Chargers, uh, allowing the fourth fewest points to wide receivers, um, which is the complete opposite of what the Saints are doing. Um, and, but my sit of the week this week is uh, Olamide Zacchaeus uh, from Atlanta. They got Dallas this week. Uh, it's just a lack of targets. It's just a target show. There's too many, too many guys there. He did score two touchdowns last week, two red zone targets. I just don't see him keeping that rolling. I'm not throwing him into my starting lineup after last week. I think you got to see some more sustained uh, targets there. Tight ends guys, tight ends. Now I was a fool last week and I'm going to tell you why. And uh, Josh, I believe you actually picked up the guy that I'm about to say mm. uh, this week. Uh, he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, his name is Pat Fryer Booth. Fryer Booth. I don't know if I said his name right last week either. I probably didn't, but um, had a very tough matchup against the bears uh, before last week, the Bears uh, had only allowed like 24 catches to tight ends. Um, this dude went in and had a, had a great stat line, and he's actually had a great stat line moving into this um, six targets minimum uh, in the last three weeks, uh, three touchdowns in the last two. Um, and again, went in uh, six targets, five catches, 43 yards, and two touchdowns against a Bears defense that has been very stingy against tight ends. I think this dude is a lock for the rest of the season um, if you're, you know, dealing with some injuries of the tight end position. And uh, another guy, this will probably be the last week I'm going to throw this guy in the start so because I think he is fast becoming a must start. Um, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold, uh, obviously, you know, traded to. Jacksonville earlier in the season, a couple of weeks in. And like I said, since then, Colts are pretty weak to the tight end uh, position. That's who they got this week is Indy. Seven targets last week. Uh, I think Dan Arnold is quickly moving into must start territory. If you're, you know, if you, if you don't got a Darren Waller or a Travis Kelsey, I would uh, feel confident rolling with him the rest of the season. Uh, and as my sits, my sits guys, I'm sitting Gerald Everett uh, from Seattle. Russell Wilson is coming back, uh, but the Packers are. A strong defense against the tight end. Travis Kelsey did have that big week last week, but that's Travis Kelsey. Like, come on, let's uh, let's not go crazy here. I'm sitting Gerald Everett, but my sit of the week is Jared Cook. Uh, and we like to say there's you know too many cooks, too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, just as far as guys taking up 
receptions and, and, you know, touchdown red zone looks. Um, he took a backseat to two other tight ends on their team. Uh, two other tight ends scored a touchdown in the game. He did not, uh, not feeling super confident in Jared Cook. And I do also see uh, kind of a Mike Williams, uh, kind of a resurrection this week. Um, moving on, guys, uh, kickers. We love kickers. We love them. Guys, I'm starting Young Waku this week and Chris Boswell. I'm sitting Zane Gonzalez and Brandon McManus. And as far as defenses are concerned, I'm starting the Rams versus the 49ers. I'm starting the Patriots versus the Browns. And I'm starting the Buccaneers versus the football team. I'm sitting the Eagles versus the Broncos. I'm sitting the Raiders versus the Chiefs. And I am sitting the Saints against the Titans. Guys, anything to add? No, I, I would just add, I, you got I, it. Like, I like Friar Muth the rest of the season at tight end. And I think if he's on waivers, you need to snatch him up. So yeah, I feel like uh he was kind of one of the big one of the big waiver prizes this week. Still only rostered in about 40% of leagues. Um, but yeah, I think both the tight ends, both tight ends listed in the start this week. I think both of them are pretty close. Another big week this week from each of them. They'll be done being on this list because if you aren't starting them, you're a fool. Uh but yeah, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold only rostered in 20% of leagues. So um yeah, guys. Uh so with that. We're, we're, we're rounding the corner here. Uh, Alex, Alex, you want to, do you want to do some picks? You want to pick them up? Sure, John. Uh, tomorrow night, Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I will pick Baltimore. Of course, Miami is very bad. Um, going to the uh, Sunday night game. We got Kansas City in Las Vegas. I'm going to go against Vegas and pick. The Raiders, who were not favored, they're underdogs by about two and a half. I'll pick the Raiders to win that game. And then Monday night, Rams versus 49ers. I will pick the Rams. Uh, my pick of the week will be, I'll take Cleveland plus two in New England. So basically, like heads up, I'll take the Browns to beat the Pats. I like that one, too. I think the Browns are going to take that game. Honestly, man, the Browns, they could, uh, they could surprise some people. But, uh, guys, with that, uh, keeping in line of what we've been doing uh, you guys know the end of the episode I, we always like to have some fun I like to pit these two against each other it's one of my favorite things to do um I, you know, I just like pitting people against each other in general um it's fun for me i get off on it um but this week uh we've been really keeping back of hell yeah you know but uh, we've been keeping kind of the thursday night game uh going and, and i kind of want to do that again guys uh baltimore miami this week um i believe last week we did mike white trivia <laughs> So a little bit different last week, but we're back on this Thursday night kick this week. And Thank God. This, yeah, right. Thank goodness. But Josh, you did get the win last week. So you sh- I don't know. You should want Mike White trivia every week. Or just we pick the one player in the league who has like the most generic name ever and just do stuff. Yeah, like Mike that. White. That's something to think of in the future. If there's like a, a John Brown. Oh, there is a John Brown. Ugh, whoa. All right. Well, we'll get to that at a later time, guys. So this is Baltimore, Miami. Now, I've gone through and uh, looked through all of their games that they've played against each other. And they've played 16 games against each other, two of which occurred in the playoffs. And I'm going to start with Josh. Josh, okay. two right. playoff games. They're both wild card games. So no AFC championships or anything between these two. But uh, both, both wild card games. Now, one of these teams has won both of those matchups. One was in 2002 and one was in 2009. Between the Ravens and the Dolphins, which team won both of their matchups in the playoffs? Was it the Ravens or was it the Dolphins? I feel like this is a trick question. So I'm going to say the Dolphins. Well, Josh, it was not a trick question. The answer is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, yeah, 2002 and 2009. And pretty bad, too. 2002, it was 20 to 3. 2009, it was 27 to 9. So not close either. Not close. Now, Alex, uh, this one might be a little bit more challenging for you. Um, you know, well, let's just keep with this. Uh, we'll go into the harder one Well, after that. So I said earlier they played 16 games against each other. One of the teams 
has a te- has 10 wins. The other has six. Alex, which team has won more games out of this rival <laughs> rivalry? <laughs> which team has won more games out of this series? Baltimore or Miami? Baltimore. It is Baltimore. 10 and six. Baltimore uh, currently has the. Well, because this doesn't include when they were the Browns, right? No, this is this is just the race. So this is just Raven. 96 forward. Yeah, 96 yeah. on. Or 97 on, I believe, was their first game. But um, actually, yes, it was. Because now, Joshy boy, uh, we're gonna get right. into some. We're gonna get into some harder ones here, Josh. Uh, now, Josh, uh, the first matchup between the two teams took place in 1997. Uh, one of the quarterbacks in that game was obviously Dan Marino, and I'm gonna let you know right now, Dan Marino came out of the winning end of that. Miami won the game 24 to 13. Josh, who was the starting quarterback? Of that Baltimore Ravens team, was it Elvis Gerback, Vinny Testaverde, or Joe Flacco? Vinny Testaverde. It was Vinny Testaverde. I threw Joe Flacco in there to make it a little bit easier for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it was Vinny Testaverde. Uh, again, my is Elvis Gerback even a real player? In the Elvis, NFL? excuse me? Elvis Gerback is absolute. Josh, why are you here? You are fired, young man. Well, after this episode, we're going to have to have a talk. You can't fire me. I quit. You don't quit. You don't have the stones to quit. Uh, All right, guys. uh, Moving on. Elvis Uh, Gerbeck, Kansas City Chiefs legend. mm -hmm, Right. Now, uh, Alex, of all of these 16 games, one man has thrown for the most yards in any of these games. All right? And that number is three. Total yards in one game, just in one game. Okay. So the highest in one game. And that man threw for 381 yards. Alex, is that man Vinny Testaverde, Lamar Jackson, or Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco. You are correct. It was Joe Flacco in 2016. Now, do you want to know the funny part about this is I looked through every single one of these games. So I started at the bottom and went to the top. Vinny Testaverde threw for 331 yards in that 97 game. And that stood, that stood until this 2016 game. So I had to look through every single one. It took a while, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, is uh, third on that list with 324 yards. Uh, well, Josh, you can't win it, but I'm going to give you one more question. Now, the most lopsided victory in this series was 59 to 10. That's the most lopsided game in the entire series. And I will let you know, the Ravens did win that game as they've won most of them. Now, Josh, who was the quarterback of that game? Who was the winning quarterback of that game? So remember, these are all going to be Baltimore quarterbacks, okay? Was it, was it Steve McNair? Was it Joe Flacco? Or was it Lamar Jackson? I'm going to say Air McNair, Steve McNair. Josh, it was, it was Lamar Jackson. No. In 2019, it was Lamar Jackson, 59 to 10. Uh, well, guys, with that, Alex takes another one. Um, what did we, we just like made up numbers last week. And we said that Alex was like, it was like a 30 to 10 record right now. So well, right now we're going to say it's 31. Yeah, Alex has me like dead to right. Just so. to guess. Yeah. But I mean, we're going to be doing this until we're dead. So, I mean, you've got plenty of time to come back. Like, don't worry. By the time, like, 20 years from now, football – do you ever see Starship Troopers? Like, football's going to look a lot like that. So, there's going to be a well, lot of – Like, be doing backflips and shit. Yeah, backflips and, like, the – On the other hand, we could all die tomorrow. That's true. You know, the, the comet the, – you know, the comet could, could come tomorrow and end it all. And, guys, we'll leave you on that note. You get hit by uh, a bus. The bus is coming. The comet is coming. And it's coming for all of you. Uh, guys, uh, that'll be that'll be it for us. That's it. That's it for us. Um, yeah, so, uh, as always, like to thank Gutra Volker from Jack Hotel. Uh, you can check Jack Hotel out on Spotify, Google, music, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music at. Um, I also like to thank my two, my two squishy little buddies. Uh, uh right now as far as your team, as far as your teams are concerned uh currently i'm winning our league uh in first place right where i belong you your two teams are, your two teams are squishy they're squishy little squishy Shut little up, fellas. uh but yeah like josh alex uh as always uh thank you so much for your for your insights and your beauty
Thanks, John. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and as always, you can follow us at on Twitter at the FF Cast. Uh, we do some start and sit questions on Sundays. Uh, we'll be doing some stuff tomorrow for the Thursday night game, Baltimore, Miami, facing off. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, as always, keep on fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye.